But let, let's talk about um, the task teams that have been set up with regards to ensuring that there is some kind of finality with the disputes that have arisen with the provincial elective congresses. How far is the work of those task teams and, and what do they hope to do by the, or at least ahead of the elective congress? The task teams that have been dispatched to all provinces are about to meet with people who have lodged complaints and disputes arising from provincial, I mean from branchional meetings. So their role and their function, their mandate is up until the end of the month, because early next month we are expecting provinces to hold what is called provincial general councils, in which they will then consolidate the nominations in each province that come from branches. And therefore, it is part of the state of readiness towards the the National Conference. Mm. There have obviously been various media reports because you do have closed-door meetings and in some cases the contents of those meetings are either reported or they're leaked or uh, people have some kind of conjecture around what has been said. But there was talk of the Secretary-General himself being hauled over the the calls over, for instance, the elective conference in the Eastern Cape and its outcome, the fact that it, it continued even though there was violence. How true are these reports? Very untrue. We did during the post-NEC briefing, both the Secretary General and I had um, a wise word for those from the media who just report issues from WhatsApp groups and from Twitter, even without taking a trouble in terms of proper journalistic ethics to verify the information that they get whether they get it from insiders or whatever sources, journalists carry a burden of a responsibility in terms of objectivity and fairness, even how they gather information. That is important. So yeah, what we have seen over the past three days, in terms of what is reported to have been the proceedings of what happened at, at Irene, is a frenzy of fake news. And it worries us that journalists may come to a point where they could become spokespersons of certain groups or individuals. Of course, sources will give you what you want to hear. And I think it's dangerous for a profession called journalism. But there was no discussion about the removal of the Secretary General. There was not even a mover for that. He was not an item for to be discussed. What was discussed is a roadmap towards and the state of readiness towards the National Conference, the Eastern Cape, and the lower south coast in KZN. Mm. Was there also a discussion, because this also follows news reports, and one must ask, if especially it is in the public domain, the issue of Morris Masuta and uh, the uh, alleged proposal that he's not only made to uh, members of Lutuli House, but at uh, high-level government structures, uh, and the fact that this is likely to be pushed through, was that ever under discussion? Not at all. That is not how the National Executive TM functions. We don't get paper clips of what is reported, what is in the headlines, and that it becomes an item. The issues are processed, and those issues are more organizational. There's a National Working Committee that meets and discuss and decides what must come before the NEC. So there's no item that will come before the NEC, particularly such an item you just mentioned. 
for us really will not be the matter that must come mm. to the National Executive Committee. I speak that because obviously you also responded to the recommendations of the HEHA Commission and uh, part of those recommendations were uh, a model on how to finance free education for tertiary uh, education. So there is no proposal proposal before uh, the ANC NEC on how to tackle this other than what has been proposed at government structures? I think we shouldn't trivialize a very important effort by President Zuma to establish modalities of implementing the long-standing policy of the African National Congress on free education for the poor and the working class. The fact that there could be individuals emerging now that we are not aware of those individuals and therefore shouldn't undermine the effort and our commitment and the desire to deliver free education for the poor and the working class, but also to make sure that no child is denied access to education, a right to education, on the basis of the economic background of the household and the family. And that for us must underpin even the work of the commission as government receives the recommendation of this commission. It must have at the back of its mind that no child must be denied access of right to education because of the economic background, but also government cannot amend the long-standing policy of the African National Congress coming from the Freedom Charter in terms of opening the doors of learning and culture and making sure that free education for the poor, that is implemented by democratically elected government.